Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly. My other hosts with me are John Marchbanks. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing really good. How are you doing today? Good. I think that we are fired up for this week of fantasy football. We're getting so close to the playoffs. The bye weeks are done. Everybody is playing. You have no excuse if you lose because there's too many players to play out there that are good. Um, but also with me is Paul Lungard from Polly Sleepers. How are you doing today, man? What's up, Juice? Let's do this, man. <laughs> All right. So just to start off with, you know, the bye weeks are done. So how do you guys feel about, I mean, you know, how are your teams feeling right now? Like, I mean, we don't have to get into listener league too much. I know both of you guys compete in other leagues. So how are you guys doing? Are you sitting pretty? Or are you, are you struggling? Because with my hundred dollar league, I'm right on the edge right there where I'm Ooh. seven, I'm seven and seven and five, I think seven and five, seven and four, something like that. And, uh, you know, the people right behind me nipping at the heels are six and five. So I'm, I'm right there. So I could, if I don't win this week, I could be out of the playoffs just based on points alone, mm. because in that league, I am uh, the, one of the lowest scorers, but I'm number four overall on the record. So I'm getting, I'm getting, a, I'm getting lucky with the matchups. Ah, you might be exposed soon. Yeah. John, how many leagues are you in? I'm in three leagues right now. You doing good. You making playoffs in all of them. Um, I'm, Comfortably into the playoffs in two of the leagues, my pro football focus um, fantasy league. I bet that one's tough. I, it is tough. And I drafted Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook to start the season out, and they yeah. missed almost all year. So I basically had no chance. Everybody's on top of the waiver wire <laughs> like immediately in that league. So it's like I had no chance of coming back. I'm yeah. assuming that's a fab league too, free agent budget league. Um, it's not a free agent budget league, but no, it, it's not do. like the same structuring as like the ESPN leagues or anything. It's all we did it through email drafting and like um, it's a lot different. You do have to get to the waiver wire and like it, the way that the free agent pickups is weird, but it's not like money based. Huh. Well, uh, I'm in six leagues. I'm I'm comfortably out in the one league that I've outscored the rest of the league by 160 points and literally um, hit their best weeks every time. That's um, so crazy because I feel like that's <laughs> happened to a lot of people this season. Yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, this is the worst one that you've ever seen, though. When people talk about it on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, but what about this? And everybody's like, yeah, okay, that's the worst because, um, I mean, the team is just smashing. And then in, in the juice in the morning league in in my league in our league uh i need to win to yeah get, to get in and then well, in my, somebody i think dylan bolden said i had i still had an outside chance of making the playoffs i don't think there's any chance after i lose to him i didn't i didn't see and then in my other four leagues i'm i'm in i'm good so uh um doing good man it's uh it's it's time it's crunch time i'm i'm, I'm a little depressed that we've got four weeks left and then this is done because uh you know that's not too much time but uh well what i want to do because there's so much of it going on there's injury news there's ir tons of people we've yeah, lost we gotta get going. let's get into that right now i've got some good news i got some bad news nice really uh i just drank that beer and it's really cold so i just wanted to go out like go out on a limb and say slushy beer is probably one of the best things in the world as long as it's not too frozen i don't like when it gets slushy as man. long as it's not too frozen like just a little bit of the there cold. i'm good 
Uh, good, man. Good for you. I'm drinking uh, Diet Coke. <laughs> All right. So tell me, I mean, what's the biggest news right now? I mean, uh, they're on Monday, just all these players. Melvin like, Gordon out. All these, yeah. On Monday, all these <laughs> players going to IR and uh, and the Melvin Gordon injury. Um, so um, Andy Dalton is on IR. Uh, he had a torn thumb ligament. So Jeff Jeff Driscoll is going to be the starter there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr- Kaepernick is still not on a team. I've never even heard of Jeff Driscoll. Right, right. That sounds like a character from Red Dead Redemption too. Right. I thought it sounded like a like a, a, a town in England. You stop and, and have a drink at the pub. You know, we're gonna stop in Driscoll oh, and yeah. have a pub. I like that. Uh, I tweeted that at have a little bite. Yeah, um, but he seems capable, uh, and he'll also run the ball. Um, things to you know, people were saying, you now how does this affect Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green? Um, which also breaking news, AJ Green will be back this week, according to him. He was limited in practice this week, but he says he's gonna play back. He's gonna come back. <laughs> To sp- I think that's exciting for me as like a Tyler Boyd owner. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Boyd Tyler hasn't Boyd, been yeah. as like blowing up as much. Tyler because- Boyd people need AJ Green out there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, Driscoll targeted Tyler Boyd a lot, and um, also um, Mixon had a season high seven catches, and that team is is crappy. So I mean, they're gonna have to keep throwing the ball. He's a, he's mobile. I don't think the outlook for the Bengals uh, fantasy guys are as bleak as you think, because they're not going to get in a positive game script. Right. They're not going to be not throwing the ball. And if, as long as they're targeting Joe Mixon, then those guys will be happy too. So we'll just have to see how it shakes out this week. But, um, you know, people are calling for a downgrade on all these players everywhere. Um, AJ Green to give a vote of confidence to Driscoll. Cause they said, you know, you haven't practiced this with this guy. How's it going to work out? He said, uh, he just needs to chuck the rock. Yeah, up. put he the just, rock up there, and I'll I'll go find he it. He just needs to throw it up. Um, <laughs> I so, love that. the confidence from AJ Green, that never yeah, lacking. Yeah, uh, John Ross is the one that's you know you're not going to want to start, and that doesn't have anything to do with Driscoll. He he's been relevant with AJ Green off the field. He's going to see a lot less playing time um, with AJ Green back. So. Um, uh, there were rumors that they may shelve AJ Green, and that's why he came out and said, "Hey, even right. if we were zero and fifteen, and I had one game to play, I'm going to come out and play it if I can." So, um, you know, I kind of like how he's addressed that, and I like him saying, um, telling the guy, the Driscoll, to just throw it up, yeah. just throw it up there. Um, Jack Doyle was uh, rushed to the hospital with a kidney. Um, they came out and said just out of nowhere kidney injury yeah he's well they came out of nowhere and said undisclosed injuries on ir and we found out later that it was a kidney we still don't know that much about it but i'm assuming it was probably a laceration is that similar to like what happened to um the guy in charger the chargers uh why can't i what well, happened keenan to wide receiver keenan yeah keenan allen it happened to keenan allen it happened to jason witten too jason witten like played the next week with his kidneys like halfway out of his body yeah uh, <laughs> no keenan allen was a lacerated like spleen or something yeah yeah and Which, that, that was last year but he he was out immediately yeah and then he went straight to the hospital from the game. Right. I don't. Is that what happened? I think Jack Doyle. Doyle I yeah, think Doyle went to the hospital. Went to the hospital right right so after it happened. He's out. Oh, also, okay. uh, Andrew Luck had a, a lacerated kidney last year um, yeah. when he had a broken ribs, and one of his ribs like cut his kidneys open. So Man, you so couple, never question how much money these guys yeah. are getting paid. A couple things really quick though. The the pass to Andrew Luck where he got clobbered. 
Like I thought that that was my instant reaction was like, this is stupid. But then I hear everybody like I hear some people like from the, the heartland podcast here in Indianapolis, like, you know, saying, I like that move. I I mean, what is, if he's going to get hit by a a 185 pound corner, like, are you that worried about it? Since he's like the heartland podcast. So that was a good, the here it's here. It's Pat McAfee's podcast. It's Pat McAfee's. Okay. Well, I like Pat McAfee, but that's, but I still, that's some horse shit. I think it's a bad call. I mean, also it's, it's a bad ball by uh, Brissette. Do you think uh, Brissette was, you know, doing that on purpose? Trying to get some playing time. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Wow. That's a, that's a hell of a narrative. Like hang him out to dry to get more playing time. Well, right. They threw it to him uh, um, last the week, week in the end zone. And, and there's a little bit more of a reward there. Right. Um, to me, the reward on this is maybe a five or six or eight yard play and a first down. I mean, it, it's it's such a, a low reward, high risk uh, play. And, and on the sidelines, the reporter said they're calling it the cash for money formation. And uh, I tweeted out that um, they should be calling it that we have plenty of cash under the cap for a new quarterback when ours goes into traction. But yeah, they got to stop doing that. Most Colts fans are pretty uh, irate about them doing that. And it's funny because after the end zone one two weeks ago, he said, I'm retiring from wide receiver. And then they did it again. Colts stop doing that. It's it's, it's not worth it. I I Um, like the play call if we hadn't gone through all of the stuff that we've gone through with Andrew Luck being hurt. I don't like it. Yeah, so. I don't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> but so, go ahead. Sorry, I derailed it for a second, but get back into those news. Ebron is like the only healthy tight end right now. Um, and, and, and he's not again, really I healthy. I sat him over Gronk. Dude, I'm going to start them both. I'm starting them both this week. I can't not do it. I cannot do it. Because yeah, you could probably do that. Every yeah. week that I've <laughs> sat Ebron, he's dominated. Like, I just, I've had, I've maybe taken advantage of him like one or two weeks. You can flex one of those guys for sure. God, it's uh, frustrating. Uh Ebron is tied for the uh, NFL league for tw- with 12 touchdowns with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so he, he's a monster. He's balling out. He's got some injuries, but I'm not worried about it because uh, um, there was that one game that Jack Doyle sat that uh, he had like four injuries and he still played. I mean, he's he's a big boy. And he, I think he's um, going for that. Like, I think he's going for a payday. Yeah. The, well, while we're talking about it, the one that we need to be concerned about is uh, 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 T.Y. Hilton has a groin. Uh, a groin groin <laughs> that um i can't say that word groin guys. injury groin I, groin not groin groin <laughs> I, I can't say that word guys uh but it's a new injury so that's definitely concerning um jalen ramsey's probably going to sit out that game um the jags fired their offensive coordinator they are sitting blake bortles and starting cody kessler Leonard Fournette is that for sure now? Yes, that's for sure. Uh, He's probably going to be their quarterback for the rest of the season. Um, And Leonard Fournette is sitting out because he threw punches last week. Jalen Ramsey's probably going to be out. Not sitting out. Oh yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. And he's appealing it. Did they? Did they come up with anything Uh, with the appeal? Appeal was denied. Denied. Yep. Yeah, because he threw punches. So so I mean, the Colts are going into a decimated Jags situation. It should be a you know a a good situation for the Colts. Does Uh, Carlos Hyde interest you at all? Yes, because he was complaining about his touches. Do you think that's going to like fire him up? And well, I think he's going to have plenty of touches this week, right? There's... Well, there's the who's the other TJ Yeldon. TJ Yeldon. So I think Yeldon will be more involved if they get into a negative game script because he'll catch more passes. Um, Carlos Hyde is not the big pass catching uh, back, so um, I think they'll both be involved. Um, you say Carlos Hyde over TJ Yeldon. 
If you had to start one or the other. If you had to start one um, or the other. Yes, I'll go Carlos. Okay. Hyde and I'd, I'd, I'd stick with John on that one. I haven't looked into that situation too much. I just, I think you could probably play both. The only thing that um, I would say just to like counter that point at all is the fact that the Colts are hot right now. They might get up and then you've got to throw the ball. So is are they going to dump it down to him? Because... I don't know. I don't know if that's what I'm I don't thinking. Know if the Colts can cover him, but I also don't know any wide receivers on the Jags. So, well, they've got uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Ke- like, Keelan Cole, and they've got go. uh, um, who's the guy that was the Colt last year? Uh, Dante Mon- Dante Moncrief, oh, yeah, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he tore us up when they played us yep. earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. so oh, that's yeah. a, a Dede Westbrook too. Dede Westbrook, yeah. Who knows who uh, Cody Kessler's going to throw to? Um, but I think they could check down to TJ. I think TJ could be a little bit more. That's of what a I'm thinking. Interesting in value in PPR. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. got put on IR from the uh, Lions. That's been a hit to a lot of people. Who's been a kind of a solid wide receiver too. Um, slight bump to Theo Riddick, who we told everybody to play on Thanksgiving, and he got 14 uh, PPR points, so that was good. And um, I, looking at Bruce Ellington That was the Bears-Lions game, wasn't it? Yes. Dude, I'm telling you that for probably three quarters of that game is one of the most boring games I've ever watched in my life. I thought the score was going to be 6-3. to three by the <laughs> like I, was, I was literally... Boring. I was, <laughs> I was sitting there eating dinner. The TV is probably the, as far away from us as this TV is right here because we have like a real long table. And I was just sitting there like <clears throat> all fired up because I was hung over from Blackout Wednesday and I was looking over at it and I was like, this is just like, I was <laughs> wanting something a little bit higher energy. I'm not high, in, high energy right now. And I just, I ended up passing out for a nap for a little bit after dinner. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, no, it's a boost to, to Kenny Galladay. I mean, remember when they had Golden Tate and when they had Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and they kind of all shared wide receiver one duties? Well, yep. now it's it's Galladay all the way. And uh, But Bruce Ellington is going to take over for the slot there. He's had a couple good weeks. And um, Matthew Stafford is top five in targeting slot wide receivers since Calvin Johnson retired. So um, I think that that's definitely in a PPR setting. I think that that's something to look at if you need help. Um, so um, Melvin Gordon, we were talking about this um, when we were getting set up. Um, he was um, urged to not play and pushed to play. He pushed. He wanted to play. I mean, they're playing the Cardinals at home. Geez, they won, what, 45 to 10? They scored 45 unanswered points. You don't need Melvin Gordon out there. I no. think, and we had a discord about this on Twitter. I don't know. What do you think about it, John? I, I think the team should be able to come on and say, hey, I, I know you want to play, but um, that injury that he had, it was a new in, knee injury from Wednesday. It was a it was a re-aggravation of a hamstring injury. I don't think he should have been out there. And then on the play that he got hurt, it was a double freaking reverse. <laughs> which I'm not a fan of that play unless you have like Curtis Samuel or somebody with some serious jets running the play because it, it takes so long to develop and the defense is all on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage by the time it gets to the guys, you know, the ball in the guy's hands. And it went to Eckler, it went to Gil Gordon and then it went to Eckler and while they were handing it off, they went to tackle Eckler and rolled over Gordon's knee. He has a MCL sprain, which is a partial tear, really. I mean, you probably won't see him. Uh, I don't think you'll see him for the fantasy playoffs. I don't, I mean. It, and if you listen to Paulie's Sleepers and Juice in the Morning, you probably have stashed Eckler because he was not stashed by a lot of people. You have him on one of your teams because I we said I pick him up a long time ago. And Thanks I have for the extra space. 
Thanks for reminding. Uh, name drop. Uh, <laughs> we, we said to pick that guy up. He's definitely high, high value right now. And Dr. Jesse Morse is kind of my go-to doc for uh, Twitter. He does little videos where he like brings out like the anatomy and talks about the injury. And one thing that he brought up was, you know, this was the Doug Baldwin injury that slowed him coming out of training camp and and in the starting of the season remember how slow he started and this ligament is more necessary for a running back to cut so if you saw how long weeks and weeks and weeks for doug baldwin to get right i I wouldn't be expecting any melvin gordon this year and i know that john you have him in one of your leagues and you're not too happy about it did you did you stash eckler as the handcuff i did not stash eckler but i had joe mixon james connor nick chubb and Gus Edwards on my team. So you're doing pretty good in running back. You've got some running back depth. That's good. That's good. Had some depth. You don't always need the handcuff. Which is insane because there's very few teams, at least in the three leagues that I'm in, that have running back depth. It's something I noticed while looking at the records and looking at the playoffs coming up. The teams that are at the top have at least one star running back or two. Yeah. And that's the ones that are winning. Yeah. And I tweeted that out the other day too. Like, you know, RIP zero RB strategy, you know, you need, I mean, I think that the top 10 or maybe even the top 12 consensus picks next year will all be running back. I just can't wait till it like shifts again though. And then I'm going to be super pissed then. Yeah. Cause it's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I've, I've played through it and, and didn't shift when it shifted and it's always worked out for me. I mean, even when it became a passing league, um, we're going to go over it here in a little bit. There's still tons of wide receivers on the waiver wire to pick up. There's right. so much depth. There's not depth at the running back position. Uh, right. My next notes were, please stop making Andrew Luck a wide receiver. So, <laughs> Sorry, I, I jumped the gun on jumped that one. Jumped the gun on that one. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so um, the brown slot... Uh, that Freddie Kitchens has uh, started here in Cleveland is very exciting. I don't know if you guys watched that game, but uh, Baker Mayfield started off two weeks ago, 18 of 18. And last week he started off, I think, 18 of 21. They're running the full house, which I love the full house set. I've been saying it for years. A team needs to. It's real fun to use in Madden, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you have an athletic wide receiver and if you have two you know, versatile running backs, you can run the full house and it really messes up defense and they're running that about 40% of the time. It's a completely different team with uh, the new coaching staff and Freddie Kitchens calling the plays. And uh, Najoku had a touchdown catch where he was basically above shoulder level and and got carried into the end zone by (laughs) the Bengals. Um, When the Browns realized that he was up in the air and kind of, you know, teetering on some shoulders, they kind of pushed him into the end zone. It was one of the most amazing things I ever saw. And then a couple drives later, Nick Chubb caught a ball around oh, yeah, the guy's I head saw that. I saw and, that. and caught it off the back of his neck yep. and pulled him into the end zone and held on to it. That team is super exciting. Um, so I wanted to bring up the uh, the uh, Brown slot. And Could they possibly be like the the team that everybody's like hot for next year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people that were hot for their, you know, uh, situation Season going this into year. this year. Yeah. yeah, unless they hire Condoleezza Rice as head coach. <laughs> right, right. That was somebody. Somebody completed the troll of the century on that. They got Adam Schefter to talk about it. They got the Washington Post, uh, USA Today. I'm not even. ESPN. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Oh, it came out that Condoleezza Rice was going to be interviewed for the for the head, head coaching coach position. It's no. Adam Schefter tweeted it, and it was in all. Yeah these major news articles and everything and uh it's not true so somebody somebody could completed a huge troll job there but uh um the 
the the guy that hurts here is Jarvis Landry. He's been was getting ten to fourteen targets a game since Kitchen has taken over. He's getting six targets a game. So if you're thinking, you know, Jarvis Landry or somebody else, you might want to start the, somebody else. He's he's kind of a persona non grata uh, in this new offense. Um, so Rex Burkhead is back. Um, let's talk about handcuffs for a minute because uh, John and I have talked a lot about uh, Spencer Ware and Malcolm Brown, and that's because I feel like those are the guys that would be the most fantasy relevant if their corresponding starters would go down. But all these other guys, you probably want to handcuff them too. I mean, if, if Zeke goes down, it's Rod Smith. Right now we have Eckler. Um, if uh, if um, Christian McCaffrey goes down, it's Cameron Artis Payne. Um, and right now, if you own James White or Sony Michelle, you should probably pick up Rex Burkhead. Um, just you should just handcuff your guys. I'm not a I'm not a proponent of of drafting handcuffs at all. But later on in the season, it's got to be done. I mean, if you've done everything to get to your playoffs and you've secured everything and everything's wrapped up, you know, in a nice little bow, and then Zeke is your main guy and he goes down and you don't have Rod Smith and you don't have depth, you're screwed. So um, I wanted to talk about that for a minute. Um, I want to talk about some duds from last week. Antonio Brown, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., and my guy, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Kamara let us down. But it's like the first time the entire season, right? Yeah, I know. He's got us so many wins. Yeah. Uh, geez, I, you know, I, I'm not mad at him. And they got the win. Right. So, you know, he's not mad. He just wants to win football. Did Ingram but... score... Uh, Mark Ingram last week? Yeah. I'm not sure. I believe he did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, so Juju Smith-Schuster just turned 22 years old, and he's the only wide receiver in history with two 97-yard touchdowns. Come on. Get 99. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that extra three yards. <laughs> you're the only person that would respond with that. I mean, you need a couple yards to have like, just like room on. to set come up a, for a better record. Come um, but it was just amazing. Um, and then speaking of 97 yard touchdowns, Lamar Miller had one against the yep. Titans. The oh, I, I saw you uh, lamenting that fact on Twitter. Well, Lamar Miller is the first running back to have a 97 yard touchdown since Lamar Miller. <laughs> In 2014, I'm I not completely remember that now. I'm not. I mean, because I think I owned him in 2014. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I also tweeted out because they they've been doing a lot of this, like uh, the checking the players' speeds and the top right. speeds I love of the it. week. It's one of my favorite things. And Vernon Davis and Lamar Miller had two of the top five speeds of the week. They can both still run 21 miles per hour. That's insane. Vernon Davis and Lamar Miller. So um, there were a lot of 97 yard touchdowns this week, and the the Juju stat being 22 years old and being the first wide receiver to do that, and then the Lamar Miller stat that he's the first running back to do that since Lamar Miller. I mean. Jesus. It's kind of like a Khalil Mack uh, record. Yeah, he still is the only defensive player to go to the Pro Bowl under two defensive positions. Well, he was named All Pro, not Pro Bowl. Uh, all Pro is a little better. better. And yes. then he also did like what was it the the strip sack fumble and a touchdown or something like yes. that. Yes, and he was the first player to do that since. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was the first player to do that since he did it the last time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kristen McCaffrey had 240 yards from scrimmage. Two, Loving that trade. Two touchdowns. I him for An- Antonio Brown. Oh, God, yeah. That's looking good Loving now. it. And that happened after they vetoed your trade, right? right? So, so, they're, so they're pissed. They did you They did you a they favor. They got me into fourth place. They did you a favor by vetoing that trade. Those bastards yep. don't veto. But um, that actually helped you out. Um 
he could have had a third touchdown, and I couldn't believe it. After the 60-yard scamper. Oh, and, I thought uh, he was getting in, too. Well, Shaquille Griffin runs a 4-3. So that guy, did and, you see him looking up at the Jumbotron? Because yes, you could see that he was chasing him down. without an arm, like part of an arm. Yeah. Like, I feel like that kind of gave him an advantage. Because <laughs> he has less body mass, so he yeah. can run faster. Yes, that's Dude, immediately see what you're I'm going, going with. You're going to hell for that. Isn't that the wrong guy, though? His brother plays on that team. Too, no, the, it's definitely the guy with the the arm okay. issue was the one who chased down McCaffrey. I didn't see that. Play. I that, definitely saw it. That I don't know, but I know that he runs a four three and he and caught he's him super fast. But this is what uh, Christian McCaffrey owners need to like. Um, like everybody and their mother would be sitting out on the next play and catching and their he breath. Was in there he was again. in on the next yep. play and the next play after that and the next play after that. Dove and almost scored a third time, but uh, he I actually, actually get fumbled. to watch my fantasy players play well. It's yeah, fun. he had fifty. Uh, fantasy points, 50 PPR fantasy points. It depends on the league you're in, but yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I had 46. Oh, okay. I was uh, I was pretty pissed. Like, come on. So, 50. <laughs> in the first six games, he had one touchdown. In the last six games, he's had nine touchdowns. So, um, shout out to Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers for saying in the preseason that, you know, uh, Norv Turner favors a workhorse back, that McCaffrey can be that workhorse back. And I'll go ahead and admit it. I was actually down on McCaffrey. I was telling you guys that I didn't think he was going to be that good. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And he's he's a freaking stud. Eating my words and loving winning games. Uh, Drew Brees has people that you've never heard of to still throw to and throw touchdowns. There were four guys last week. We kept talking about it. I was like, nope, I don't know who this guy is i don't know who this guy is i don't know who that guy is he threw and like michael thomas and alvin kamara owners are just like what the is going but, on right now all right i'm not getting there i'm not gonna go to the the colts homer thing where uh breeze only has like two or three or one or two touchdowns more than andrew luck and 30 yards more than andrew luck oh okay well yeah they're both balling out yeah. i'm just saying like it's amazing and and he did this the week before too um, he's throwing to guys that like, you know, people like me that spend a lot of time doing this are like, who, who that's is this definitely, guy? That's definitely game script though. Right. Because then that's the coaches knowing that these guys, he, he can get the ball to these guys. The defenses aren't game planning for these guys. They're right. game planning for all the other right. t- the weapons well, he has. Part of it is Dra- Tracon Smith being injured. And then when, uh, um, when Cameron Meredith went down, they tried to, you know, pick up Dez and put him in that spot. That didn't work out. Now they're trying to bring uh, Brandon Marshall along. So between Dez and Brandon Marshall and Traquan Smith being hurt, there's just guys out there that, that we've never heard of that are catching touchdowns. It's amazing. Um, so uh, shout out to us, me and John, for collectively telling everybody to uh, get Dak Prescott and trade for Amari Cooper. Pick he balled him up. out as well. Yeah. Jesus um, Christ, Amari Cooper balled out. Yeah. He, he, uh, we now know what like scorched AstroTurf smells like because of Amari Cooper's eight for 180 and two. Um, and I kept saying, that's another one. I was like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Dak, <laughs> Dak went out. Dak went off. Um, I, I was talking about his playoff schedule and saying he was a stash a while back. Um, Amari Cooper, before he even got traded, John said the, that he was a stash. And then when he got traded, we, you know, he was sitting on waiver wires and we said, you know, pick this dude up. These guys, if, if you got that stack, if you got the Dak Amari stack, that's just amazing. Um, so other breaking news is Lamar Jackson is going to be the starter this week. Kind of interesting that before they brought Lamar Jackson in, they uh, when and Flacco had the hip, they said that he didn't need to practice to play. 
But this week they said that he would have to put in a full week of practice to play. Isn't that interesting? How they, that they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I think that they're just ready to move on. Uh, they're two. But they and, don't want to say they're moving on. Right. They're two and zero now with uh, with Lamar Jackson. Um, he only has three a little over 300 yards in two games though passing so i think that a, a lot of fantasy owners are a little bit worried about that consistency well like, the reason- are they gonna actually take the reins off and let them throw it a little bit or are they gonna just kind of keep with what they're doing i don't want them to rein them in on running because that's exactly that's why but that's what i'm saying like are they gonna are they going to keep calling? Because he had a lot of designed runs for him as well. Yes. So. Yes. Well, he went from 27 runs, which was uh, a record. Because um, he has an arm on him. Last week, he had 11 for 77, and he scored. He scored on the ground and in the air last week. He was a good play again. This week, he gets Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is I've got to really... get red zone back because I can't actually watch any of these players. Yeah, red zone is amazing. I just hear everybody uh, talking about him. But him and Gus Edwards had another good week, too, and that was a pickup of John's last week. Go pick up Gus Edwards. Um, basically, we're a week ahead of the curve if you watch you know, Matthew Berry and those guys a, a week after we said pick up Lamar Jackson. They're all in on Gus Edwards pick, now. Yeah, and, and we, we said... We were all in two weeks we ago. We said Josh Adams and, and Gus Edwards and now they're saying Josh Adams and Gus Edwards. So, um, you know, the casual fan is is still what we're talking to, but there's no reason why, as the casual fan, you can't get an advantage. And we're giving and, you an advantage. And I think that we're offering that. I mean, geez, we haven't made every call right, and when we make them wrong, we will admit it. But last week, DraftKings, for me and Jackson, like – DraftKings, like all the first looks that we talked about in the podcast from Jackson that I just rattled off the phone that was on in text, like they were amazing, except for Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham, which you right. can't, you know, predict that. Can't ever expect that. And then I told everybody to stack Cam with Christian McCaffrey. That worked out. And Baker Mayfield with David Njoku and, and Nick Chubb. And uh, and then mentioned uh, DJ Moore and Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, Matt Bereda and a bunch of other if good players. you plays. put together some teams... Yeah, yeah, but the only reason why we didn't smash and cash last week was because of uh, uh, Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham, and you can't predict that those guys aren't going to do well. I those mean, assholes. Just, um, just kidding. But we did okay. We did definitely did okay, and then uh, Jackson's cash line smashed at like 180 points. I had a few lineups at 180 points, and then uh, John's pickups of the week um, were all great too. Cameron Brait, um, even uh, um, uh, Herndon. Uh, he had like seven for 70, right? Um, and we said, pick up Gus Edwards and Josh Adams. who both did well. We said, pick up Dak Prescott and Lamar, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Basically like all of our shit was awesome last week. So, uh, we're great. I'm done patting myself on the back. (laughs) Um, but we did have some, are we going to to questions? Questions. Yes. So we're done with the news guys. So I want to lead off with my question that Polly and I have talked about one-on-one a couple of times, but I also want to hear John's take because I, I respect your opinion. Okay. So um, we were talking a couple weeks back about the Broncos D having a really good matchup uh, schedule for your playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've had the Bears defense for all, all season, and it's been pretty stout, scored a lot of points for me because they're scoring a lot of points on defense. So I have both now. Both have pretty, pretty cush matchups this week. Uh, I think the Bears face the Giants. Yes. And then the Broncos face... At Cincinnati. At Cincinnati with just losing their starting quarterback. So the Broncos are playing away? 
I don't know where they're they're both playing away. Both playing so both away defenses. Yeah. It's an easy answer. I mean, the, we told everybody the the Broncos were the good stash because they've got Cincy. Then the, for the fantasy playoffs, they've got uh, San Francisco, Cleveland, and Oakland. Uh, Cleveland might be one that you you know might want to fade, but three out of the next four weeks are good. The Bears are the number one fantasy defense, and they've scored four times in the last yeah. four weeks. So you got to keep going with the hot hand, right? They've I mean, scored four times in the last four weeks. That's what you want from your defense. Right. And yeah. Eli Manning will throw picks. So, yeah. um, and do you think they're just going to get after him? I mean, he's slow. He can't. Oh, yeah. He can't move in the pocket. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> it's it's going. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Hopefully. Anyways, uh, so double team Odell, and then they're gonna. So then, so then you would think then next week Denver. Um, yeah, and I don't know who Chicago plays next week. I mean, I would, I'd probably keep playing Chicago too. It's tough. Yeah. So then, like, I just am wasting a spot. So I need yeah, to just drop I mean, Denver defense. I, I definitely, you know, even though ad- I was trying to be cute and follow our. Yeah, our I advocated advice. picking him up, but I, I would have, if I would have known you had the Bears, I would have said, you know, you don't have to worry well, about that. Well, the other that. thing is, you got the Broncos, Broncos defense so on keep your them team, so that somebody, somebody else can't else use them. Have them right. yeah. Very, very, very true. Very shrewd advice. Yeah, and, and Bronco Becca was saying that today. She was saying, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to carry three quarterbacks. I forget the exact situation. And I said, hey, why not? In one of my leagues, I'm carrying three quarterbacks and three defenses to keep my opponents from streaming quarterbacks and streaming defenses. I mean, the advice that I give at the beginning of the year is totally different at the end of the Completely year. Completely flip the script. It does. Like, I don't handcuff. I say draft one running, uh, one quarterback. I say draft one defense at the very end who has a good matchup the first week and just plan on streaming. At the end of the year, I say get your handcuffs. I say Load up on quarterbacks so your opponents can't stream. Load up on defenses so your opponents can't stream. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I picked this up listening to the fantasy footballers. Um, there's another injury. Uh, on Johnson, who missed last week. Um, Andy Holloway is speculating that he might be, get shelved for the year. He's not practicing, and um, they're out of it. So a lot of times, I mean, you got to watch out. We talked about a bunch of injuries, but actually I didn't cover all of them. There's not time to cover all of them. Watch out because some of these teams, they're stud players that, you know, if there if there's injuries, they might just sit them out. You know, it happens because they're they're done, you know, and they want to protect their franchise. Um, but um, do you like T.Y. Hilton or uh, Emmanuel Sanders better this week? So uh, this is from Mike Hoff. And uh, this is a tough decision. Now, T.Y. Hilton has the groin. The groin. Groin. So I would say Sanders, um, <laughs> unless Hilton plays and he looks good and he starts practicing without Jalen Ramsey in there, I think Hilton is the play over Emmanuel Sanders. But Emmanuel Sanders is going against Cincy. They suck. I think they're both really good matchups. If For me, if you've got a tight one like this, I always say the tie goes to the guy that wasn't missing practice and wasn't hurt. John, who do you think, Emmanuel Sanders or T.Y. Hilton this week? I would go Sanders too just to be safe because you don't know. You know, if they're going to limit his snaps for T.Y. Hilton, you know, they might just put him out there for, like, special occasions, Mm -hmm. you know, third and long, whatever. Decoy. Yep. Groing. Go with the guy who's not injured. Groing. Groing. So, Mike Hoff, I actually answered his question and said T.Y., and then later on when I heard about the growing and, and he wasn't practicing, I came back and said, you know what, I think I better go Sanders now. Um, so, um, we were going to talk about uh, this combo here. So, he's got obviously Eckler, Chubb, and Connor. So, does he start Connor and Eckler? Chubb and Connor or Eckler and Chubb? Chubb so, and Connor. Chubb and Connor. Yeah. I yeah. say uh, Eckler and Chubb. 
You say Eckler and Chubb? I'd say Eckler and his flex if he has that option. But, <laughs> I mean, you can't sit Chubb after the weeks that he's had. And you can't sit James. I said Eckler and Chubb. Yeah, but you, then, you're sitting sitting James, James then you're sitting James Conner. I'm all right with that. You're all right with that? I hate the Steelers. <laughs> There's a little <laughs> bias Sorry, there. Sorry, Joey Bag of Donuts. He's so, only had uh, like one game under 15 points. Like I don't care. <laughs> I think it's going to. Okay, so I think it's going to happen this week. I think it's going to happen again. Uh, he's gonna have like Connor gets. He's gonna uh, have fourteen or less. All right. If you want to, well, if you want to put a bet on it, they play Baltimore, right? I thought they played the Chargers. Oh no, that's right. Uh, the the Falcons play Baltimore. They play the Chargers. Yeah, we could, we could just put like a small. Chargers have the twenty seventh rated run defense. So. Not worried about it. <laughs> Not worried about it. It's a good hot take. Um, <laughs> hot take. Sit <laughs> James Conner. <laughs> Sit him down. <laughs> Shelve his ass. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay Harfield, who we mentioned uh, last week. Uh, shout out to Lindsay. She said um, she's worried that they're going to hold Trubisky out. They which, are. Yeah, actually, like she broke this news for me. I didn't know that. Like, I was, I had to go in and look, and I was like, oh shit, he might not play. Um, do Shoulder. I roll? Uh, yeah, do I roll Mayfield or do I grab Marcus Mariota? Mayfield, Mayfield. So Mayfield has a tough matchup, is what I told her at Houston. But um, their offense is designed to get rid of the ball quickly, which should negate that pass rush, and also that could get a sh- that game could sh- could shoot out. Yes, and, and uh, who's Tennessee play? Tennessee plays the Jets. Horrible run defense. Boring game. So that means that Tennessee might be running a lot. I think that game could be like shitty, shitty, bang, bang, and not score a lot. Snooze fest. So I said uh, stick with Mayfield. Um, And hey, ESPN, give kickers the boot. Uh, (laughs) So at ESPN and tell them how you feel. Um, don't kick the don't kick the kickers. Yeah, uh, Juice likes the kickers, but uh, um, I do enjoy it. Um, uh, uh, who's our boy from uh, ESPN? Uh, Matthew Barry tweeted tweeted out this week. Should the standard settings just get rid of kickers? And there's been a huge um, discord about it. So I'm so trying to I'm get trying the, to like what I mean. What is you? What do you not like about kickers? The randomness. The fact that you have to pick a good one for them to score points, no, just like, like the rest of fantasy football. Okay, so no, it's 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 so random. People go for it a lot more now. People go for it and don't. You don't even get the extra point anymore because they're going for two. Right. Some Yahoo jumps up and gets his fingertips on your forty-eight yarder, and you lose points because a lot of them I are do, set up so you get minus points. So you that then you could adjust your scoring. Um, and, and, and still keep them. It's just the most random thing in the world i say give him the boot and add another flex spot and uh and have more fun with offense but uh yeah juice man you're gonna die on that cross that's cool um (laughs) juice doesn't like it so i'm starting to try to start the hashtag give kickers the boot hey hey espn give kickers the boot um so on to more questions i'm just scrolling through my phone here so there's some random shit um alduro maria uh at scout aldumo uh says who should i start as my wide receiver two this week he has adams as his wide receiver one josh reynolds at detroit Demarius Thomas versus Cleveland. Sammy Watkins, who has a foot injury that I didn't talk about. Uh, he's not practicing. And DJ Moore.
Moore at Tampa Bay. DJ Moore has a good matchup. Uh, Devin Funchess is probably going to sit, and uh, Curtis Samuel is missing practice. Uh, Demarius Thomas blew up last week, had a couple touchdowns when uh, Tennessee was doubling Nuke. And uh, Josh Reynolds, uh, as well. Josh Reynolds, who's um, filling in in the slot for uh, the IR uh, Cooper Cup. So, what do you think, John? Uh, I think Watkins is out of there. So, Josh Reynolds, Demarius Josh Thomas. Reynolds. Or I, DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore against Tampa Bay. Their defense has been terrible all year, and DJ Moore is really coming into his own right now. So I like uh, uh, Josh Reynolds uh, on the whole, but uh, I agree with you. DJ Moore is the pickup here uh, at Tampa Bay. Their their secondary sucks, and uh, DJ Moore is good, man. Like he was one of my top. Uh, rookie wide receivers I'm here. just going to go out there and say this. The reason I'm picking a lot of the players I'm picking is because I own them. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Tom Brady or Kirk Cousins. They play each other this week. So do I play Tom Brady or Kirk Cousins? This is uh, another podcast, the two-on-one fantasy football podcast asking this question. I think you play Kirk Cousins. Going with Kirk Cousins. I would pick up a new quarterback. So, so <laughs> you wouldn't play either one of them? No. Kirk's been New pretty England, good. New England Patriots is the number three. two overall defense. On on Monday, and three, the three Minnesota touchdowns. Vikings are the number four overall rated rated defense. So, so you'd play like uh, Baker or Dak if they're out there. Would you play Case Keenum though? Like no. in a lot of leagues, he's the only one that you could really stream this week. Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, jo- Josh. You're playing Josh Allen over Tom Brady or, and Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> Jesus, dude! What is this world? Did coming you even to? hear me? The Jameis Winston, the the stat you brought up where he's he's a top ten quarterback. Yeah, but he's not available he's to pick up though. I like, bet he is. Of, no, he's he's owned. Jameis Winston. Yeah, uh, he's been dropped in a couple leagues. Um, he's owned. You can vet that, John. Please, uh, Jameis Winston is seventy percent. So owned, you're basically a lot of your questions are exactly what I'm going to ask, but just with different players. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I was also going to give a shout out to Travis Finkel from the Fantasy Pros, who gave this interesting stat. This is a cautionary tale for Gus Edwards pickups. Um, he's um, positive game script dependent. Um, he has zero targets in two games. So for PPR, that's tough. Um, and he could be phased out playing Atlanta, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the Chargers in the next four games. If those games go the wrong way without getting the targets and getting the passing game work, he can get phased out. So I do like Gus Edwards, but um, this dude works for Fantasy Pros. He knows what he's talking about. I asked him if I could mention him on the podcast. He said, sure, go for it. Um, and... Um, I think that's all I had. You had a few questions? Yeah. So I want to do a quick, so I'm not, I I didn't steal this from another podcast because I wanted to steal their idea or their intellectual property. I stole it because I want to kind of just get your guys answer and just kind of go through this and see how quickly you guys can answer some of these. So it's called, Uh it's called a name game. So I'm going to name a wide receiver And when I name the wide receiver, I'm going to put somebody up against him. You guys are both going to determine who you like best out of the two. They do that on the fantasy footballers, too. And then I'm yeah. going to move him to the next guy that I'm going to put him up against. And I'm going to go through my wide receivers that I have for the Yahoo okay. Fantasy Jameis Winston is 58% owned. So, so that's probably, yeah. A little less than yeah. that. Yeah. Or actually le- a lot less. Well, less 42%. than I thought. Anyways, <clears throat> so I'm going to start. <clears throat> Tyler Boyd, Josh Reynolds. Uh, Tyler, Boyd. Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Josh Gordon, um, Tyler Boyd. Xavier Rhodes isn't practicing, so 
that that de- that's dependent on whether he plays uh tyler boyd tyler boyd oh, all right so so we're gonna we're just gonna go ahead and make sure that we said tyler boyd for that one now we're gonna drop down to okay how about uh courtland sutton courtland sutton kiki kuti Cortland Sutton, Kiki yeah, Kuti has a hamstring and he won't play this week. Won't play this week, but I mean, I'm talking about for next week and possibly playoffs. <laughs> he had that hammy already. I think he's going to miss some time. I like uh, Cortland Sutton has so, been getting a lot of targets. And then, then Cortland Sutton, um, since for a flex position, Cortland Sutton, Jalen Richard. Cortland Sutton. Okay, Sutton and Peyton Barber. Corlin Sutton. <laughs> All right, so I uh, know Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then the last thing I want to do really quick. What are you guys' thoughts on me rolling out Rob Gronkowski and Ebron in the same week? Well, who who are your other choices Gronk for the is flex? Going against Minnesota. Ebron's going against Jacksonville. My flexes that I could start are Kiki Kuti, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Jackson, Jalen Rashard, or Peyton Barber. Yeah, do it. Do it, man. Gronk uh, and Ebron. Djax is seeing a hand specialist. He might not play. Kuti's got a hammy. He's probably not going to play. Sutton is all potential right now. He's yep, got, yep. I mean, he's getting targets galore. He should be doing great. He's not. So then, um, okay, Josh Gordon, Cortland Sutton. Uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I think. But I, I think you could roll both of your tight ends there. Definitely. Yep. Okay. Definitely. So real just, qu- just win, baby. Real quick. Just going to run through this. Aaron Rodgers, Tyler Boyd, Josh Reynolds, Josh Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Rob Gronkowski, Eric Ebron, Bears defense, Steven Guskowski. Do it, man. That sounds good. Think that's good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move let's on. Pause it. We got to call Jackson. It's time. I was going to show you this. Josh Allen numbers from uh, join us Jackson on the phone Jackson Mears uh, OG Polly Sleepers contributor usually in the studio with us and uh, you've been studying man are are you uh, are you doing good in school did you do Dude, good in I school did you learn a lot it's I only have one class but I mean it's a it's called a capstone class where you work on a project for a organization or business. I had one of those. It was fun. It's fun, but you, it's so much work and effort. And but it kind of sucks because you're not getting paid. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> yeah. That's the, for the, the the amount of research and the amount of uh, time that goes into it. Um, the good part is, hopefully, it pays off with a uh, you, you graduate and you get a job. So that's the for sure. That's all the, that's all that matters. So I thought that we would review last week, Jackson, because we were just all around it. We were all knocking on the door all around it. Your cash line was uh, 180 something. I had uh, two lineups, 180 something, several lineups in the 160s, a bunch of lineups to cash. Like some of the people that uh, play our lineups from Twitter um, were smart enough not to play my Nick Mullins and Eli Manning um, dart yeah. throws. So they did great because they played, you know, our lineups that that hit, and uh, it was Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham that kind of shit the bed. Um, I listened back to um, last week. I gave your kind of first look from the podcast and my first look, and and like everything we said was gold, man. I mean, we really had a pretty good uh, DraftKings week. Yeah, I mean, like uh, when when we did the podcast on Tuesday, yeah, of last week because of the holiday, and, yeah. And, um, I've been I've been so, focusing so much on school. Um, you shot me a text and be like, "Hey, can you just who is your first look? Like, who who do you look at?" And literally, I just went through matchups and prices, and I never wavered off it. I never 
did any more research because I went to Texas. I just uh, I found what I liked. I found what I knew were good matchups with all the research I've done earlier in the year, and um, it paid off. I mean, that's the that's the most gratifying feeling. I mean, I, I made a lineup because we were an hour behind in Texas, so games locked at noon, and I made a lineup at 11:30, and the damn thing pulled a 174. <laughs> that's a good score. <laughs> Um, you know, and I was talking about that all the time that we put into it. And I did the same thing this week. I just looked at it and was like, just what's jumping out at me matchup wise and player wise and, and game script and all those things we always talk about and think about target share. Yeah. We know all that already. So we should be able to rattle off a pretty good lineup uh, without having to, um, you know, scratch our, our heads and, 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 and dive into it too deeply. It, it should just yeah, come they're, to... They're- there wasn't too much scratch in my head. I mean, the only thing I was scratching my head for was glad I had a damn hangover from the uh, <laughs> the gentleman the gentleman's club we went to, and they spent I a mean, lot of time at a strip club with Grandpa. It was so much, so much fun. <laughs> That's probably yeah. one of the best times ever. I know, doesn't it sound yeah. great? I would have been like, I, I, I've never seen the look in my grand and the grandfather my grandfather's eyes <laughs> that I saw. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a little bit disturbing, right? It was disturbing, but I mean, it honestly was the it created conversation for the next day and the next day and just no it'll be something you'll remember forever man um oh my god so so who do you like this week man but yeah so this week i'm looking at quarterback um i'm locking on andrew luck um we had this three weeks ago we had this matchup three weeks ago when they played the jags and we were like damn he's only 5500 like can we still do it and we were like you know what let's let's not go against let's let's go against it let's see how he does and the dude went for four touchdowns. I mean, um, but the Jags rank eighth in DVP versus the pass. Um, over the past four weeks, they've allowed 10 total touchdowns to quarterbacks. Um, Luck has eight straight games. As everybody already knows, of three more touchdowns, um, he has yet to score below 22.2 DK points since week four. Um, he's on a tear. Than, the, the, there's a cool yeah. thing about that stat. He's tied for second of all time with that yeah. uh, eight eight game streak with Peyton Manning. Yeah, I mean it's just <laughs> what what, he, what he's doing now and what I mean. It's a team. It's not just an individual. It's a it's a team effort. And well, DraftKings has this um, has this way of uh, pricing down players against the Jags. And yeah. uh, they really overvalue that Jags defense, in my opinion, and especially with all the tumult over turmoil. there. Turmoil. Turmoil. Yeah. I think uh, tumult yeah. is close. Okay. Tumultuous. I think tumultuous. Yeah. So you could say tumult. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's the, like it. it's but, the but, singular but they, of tumultuous. They do the same thing when, like when we had the Minnesota and Rams game earlier in the year. I mean, everyone was vastly underpriced, and I just made a complete stack of both teams. Yeah, and I put I pulled a two thirty lineup. Um, but I mean, the DraftKings on how their algorithm goes. They, I mean, any teams playing against Minnesota, LA, or um, the Jags, they get priced down because it's like, hey, that's a they're a really good defen- really good defensive team. But each uh, one of those teams has a funnel to where y- you can target. So. Um, and this week we're going to target the the Jags pass the Jags um, defense with Andrew Luck. And um, Andrew Luck is one hundred dollars less than Lamar Jackson on DraftKings yeah. this week. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. and people Just, won't play him because he's got like a big red number three matchup wise. But I mean, like I said, you know, and like I ain't Jack, scared. He, no, he threw and, and four I mean, touchdowns against them uh, just and, uh, a few weeks ago. The biggest thing with luck too this week is that with the, with the Marlon Mack concussion, I mean, even if he, even if he does come back and play, he's not fully healthy. Uh, he's not, 
Right. 100% recovered. Um, four and might, be a nine, might be a Naheem Hines week. Yeah, um, it, it really could be. Um, but with Fournette being suspended, you, you definitely got to look at ball control on the other side. Won't be there. Um, and then with Jalen Ramsey being um, looks to be out with an injury, I mean, you can you can target the middle of the field and the, and the perimeter. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just a great week. to. I completely up, agree, especially with Jalen Ramsey probably missing. They're saying he's probably going to miss. Now, in yeah. – in, in uh, tournament plays, I want to look at a pool of probably three or four quarterbacks this week. Last week, I went a little crazy and did like six. Is there any reason to do anybody other than Andrew Luck and Cash this week? Any reason at all? No. No. Not, not at all. So you're locked in on Luck, right? Yeah. I mean, the only person I think you could pivot off to would be going to Lamar Jackson just because of the floor he presents. Yeah. But it's such more, it's, it's so much more of a risky play. Yeah, and it's. I mean, here's the thing: we have two, there's a two game sample size now. Right. Him playing quarter, of him playing quarterback, and he hasn't been, he hasn't lit the world on fire throwing the ball. Right. It's just been his feet. Now I'll so. be playing Lamar Jackson in tournaments. I'll also be yeah. playing uh, Cam Newton at Tampa Bay because they're yep. horrible. Um, I'm also going to play Baker Mayfield at Houston because he's priced down to 5600. Oh, dude, that just got really weird. Sorry, that, that all got sucky. We're good. Okay. Um. Yeah, quit whatever you're doing. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, sorry. Stop doing that, Juice. <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield, 5,600 at Houston. I think that people will pass on that with him on the road, and I think that that offense can get through the pass rush. Um, Andrew Luck, and I'll be playing those guys. Um, I, I mean, Jameis Winston's also, you know, um, a good play on the other side of the ball against uh, Carolina. So those are my quarterbacks, Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston, uh, Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield. Um, but Andrew Luck, I'll be really keying in on that yeah. too. The only the only, th- only other people I would consider um, would be Deshaun Watson. Um, he's only $300 more than um, than Luck. And, I mean, we, we, we know what his – his upside is um, it's as high as any quarterback in the slate, um, and then also looking at Kirk Cousins versus New England. Um, if that game shoots, he's about, he's stupid underpriced at 5500. Um, and then if you want a tournament dart throw, kind of like how you did with Mullins last week, yeah. Manning, um, it's Cody Kessler. He's a uh, USC alum. Um, he came in uh, week seven versus Houston and put up 10 DK points in a, in a, in a half. Hmm. Um, you pair him with uh, Dante Moncrief. He was targeted six times in that game, so we have a little bit of a sample size. So for well, and Moncrief uh, nine, also did really well against the Colts last time we played. We were talking about that earlier. He did, and I mean for ninety one hundred, you can pair the both of them up, and it, it allows you to get some freaky things in in, in a in a tournament dart throw. Sometimes you have to do it. I like it. Um, what about yeah. uh, running backs this week? Who are you keying on? Running back, I, I am solely looking to lock in Philip Lindsay at 5,600. Um, the Bengals rank 30th in DVP versus the run, and they are dead last versus the pass-catching running backs. Um, the Bengals have allowed a, a total of 919 rushing yards over the past five games. Jesus. Uh, that averages, averages out to 183.8 per game. Um, Lindsay has 20-plus DK points in three of the past four games. Um, he has he t- out last week. He out touched um, Devontae Freeman fourteen to six. Um, so Royce Freeman six hundred. Yeah, Royce Freeman. My bad. Um, um, I like him too. And if you look and see what Nick Chubb did against Cincy just recently, yep. and and what the the market share that um, Lindsey's been getting, and as much as. Denver likes to throw the ball. Um, 
I, he's way too cheap. He's fifty four hundred dollars. That's just that's mispricing in my in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean with with how the Bengals are now, I mean going to a backup quarterback for the rest of the year, being injured up and down each line and through their uh, the middle of their defense. I mean they're they're turning into what um, the Giants were last year. Hmm. We, we would target them towards the end of the year, and it was like this. I mean this is what they're becoming. What so, what other uh, running backs do you like? I like McCaffrey, eighty-eight hundred. I mean, it's uh, it, it's expensive, but the last time he played Tampa, he went for three touchdowns and completely broke the slate. Um, Aaron Jones versus Arizona. Uh, Matt yes, Marita. love the Aaron Jones yeah. one. Yes, yeah, and I love both running backs in the San Fran Seattle game. I think you can. I think you can run them both together. Matt Burita uh, is fifty-eight hundred. Aaron Jones is a little bit more expensive. He's sixty-seven hundred. Yep. Um, then, uh, but Chris he's Carson. against the Cardinals. Yep. Yeah, Aaron Jones plays the Cardinals at home. That should be a smash spot. And you know what's interesting? Um, um, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones both have birthdays on Sunday versus the Cardinals. It's both of their birthdays. Isn't that crazy? Cake. Both Aaron's? Get some cake. There's a, there's a comment for a daily fantasy that I was going to see if we want to ask him. Oh, okay, sure. Real quick from uh, S O M O So Mola. I don't know how to say it. So Mole. Basically, oh, Sean Mole. Yeah, go, he's Sean. on there a bunch. Yeah, Sean Mole has a question for you, Jax. What do you guys think of Lions stack as a sleeper? Stafford, Galladay, Ellington, and GPP. I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea whatsoever against the Rams. I don't think it's about They're going to have to throw a lot, and, and Ellington's cheap. He's thirty five hundred, yep. um, and Galladay is sixty seven hundred. I'm sure Stafford's five, probably five grand flat. What's, uh, Paul or Paul or John, you would know more about this. What's the status on uh, Gurley? Is he is he fully healthy? Yeah, they say he's good to go. I mean, if I were it, what, what I would do, and this is just my opinion, I don't think you can play. I think you play the L A Detroit as a stack, like a full game stack. Um, but I would go Stafford with Riddick and um, Galladay and then run it back with Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. There you go. If he's listening, he should have just gotten your response. There you go. So there you go. You can, also throw, you can also throw Everett in that stack who's got touchdowns yep. in the last couple games. Really cheap, 2700 bucks, I think. You could do Ellington for $3,500. Um, Gurley, Cooks. Um, you could just stack that game. And if it shoots and it hits... Um, you're making money. So, Sean, uh, I was tweeting with Sean today, so he's a pretty cool dude. I'm glad he got in there. Um, I love yeah. Christian McCaffrey, um, and I, I'm going to play him, and I'm not going to play any Todd Gurley this week. He's cheaper than um, than Todd Gurley. Um, they go against the Bucks, who are just absolutely horrible against everything. Like you said, uh, McCaffrey scored three touchdowns the last time they played. Um, I like Kareem Hunt. This yep. week, uh, off the bye week, uh, rested at Oakland. He's seventy eight hundred. Um, Saquon Barkley is seventy nine hundred this week because they have the tough Chicago matchup. But they'll throw the ball to him a lot, and I think you're getting him at a nice discount at seventy nine hundred bucks. I don't think people will play him. I mean, when you do tournaments, you you want to look at you know lower owned plays that are that might hit. And I think people will pass up Andrew Luck and pass up Saquon Barkley and pass up some of these guys that have quote unquote bad matchups. And these really good players can play through those matchups. Yeah. Um, and also, I'd like to mention that Tariq, the human joystick, Cohen is only 5,600 in that game uh, at the Giants. So I think you could play that guy too. 
Yeah, I think I think with I think with that game um, in particular, um, the Giants and Bears game, I think the only person you really um, I would consider playing at all would be um, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, um, you hated my shady play last week, and uh, he didn't get the score like some other schmutz got the score for the for the Bills, or his play would have been fine. Yeah, and he's forty nine hundred this week. Um, in a division game, I want to point out that um, uh, at Miami, that his two best games this year have been in the division games. And Miami is horrible against the run. I think a great tournament to play this week is LaShawn McCoy. Nobody will play them. Um, so I will have a little bit of him. And I'll have a little bit of Frank Gore if Kenyon Drake sits. Um, so 3500 $3, bucks if Kenyon Drake sits. He's a hell of a play. Obviously, you looked at that as well. Any other running backs? Yeah. Uh, I, would, I mean, like I said, Theo Riddick. Um, you guys already talked about Edwards uh, a little bit earlier about how he's not a – a PPR back. He's really game flow dependent. Yeah. Um, only other person I would really look at would be Lamar Miller. Um, he's getting the touches. Obviously, he broke off that 97-yard run the other night. Um, but, I mean, he's he's a consistent floor of 10 points. And, he and Cleveland's the, not that good against the run. No. I mean, we've been targeting on poly sleepers. We all, we've been targeting the, the running back going against Cleveland's D all year. All year. So, so um, what about yeah. uh, wide receivers this week? Yeah, transitioning to wide receiver, I'm looking at Brandon Cooks in that Detroit-LA game. Um, he's okay. 70, he's 7,000. Um, Detroit ranks 29th in DVP versus the wide receiver one and wide receiver two. Um, this is an indoor game for Cooks. So this is the game where you look to look at and see how like his speed will be a big factor on that turf um, compared to the natural grass he plays out in, at the Coliseum. Um, recently, Detroit has gotten burned by small receivers over the past two weeks. DJ Moore went for seven for one fifty seven for one fifty seven and one, and then Anthony Miller five for one twenty two and one. Wow. Um, Cooks has eight targets in four straight games. Um, he has scored twenty one point seven or more DK points in three of the past four. Um, and he also has the third best matchup according to Pro Football Focus on their wide receiver cornerback matchup chart. Um, he has a forty three percent advantage over Mike Ford. Nice. Should be eating. Mike Ford is. Nice. And he'll probably be matched up against Darius Slay? Uh, no. Um, Darius Slay will get more of either Reynolds or Woods. Okay. Okay. I Slay, mean, Slay I like... Can't, Slay can't run with uh, Cooks. I like... Uh, I like Reynolds in that game, and then I like uh, I like Cooks as well. I think that Woods would be the one that I would fade in that game. Yeah. Um, but uh, Josh Reynolds is only 4,900, 4, and he scored yeah. twice the last time um, they played. So um, that's the slot guy, you know, and I think that uh, that Goff likes targeting the slot. What other wide receivers do you like? I think, honestly, that this is kind of – this is taking a um – some kahunas, I think, but I think the best play on the whole whole entire board for the entire weekend is Tyreek Hill at 9,100. Um, going against Oakland, sorry, John. Um, not, I mean, the, he, he plays so well on the road, it's not even funny. Um, and, I mean, he just presents that the big play factor. Um, he can get you between 30 and 50 points any given any given day. That's my top play of the week too, and it's like you know, like people are like, "Oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill, that's your play." Like, "Oh, wow, that's you know, that's a lot of an out." I mean, but 
people won't pay ninety one hundred dollars for him. No, and Oakland gives up more thirty plus yard plays than any team in the league. They play a lot of single. They play a lot of single high safety, (laughs) and and Tyreek Hill Ingle uh, eats that single high safety up every time. Um, And I I love that play, man. I love Tyreek Hill. And and last week I was jamming in Odell and Antonio Brown. This week I'm just jamming in Tyreek Hill wherever. So if he if he misses, then then we're done. But I don't think he'll miss, um, especially no. with Sammy Watkins not playing. And that's another great tournament play is if Sammy Watkins doesn't play. Um, um, you've got Conley that scored twice in that uh, last game. And he is super cheap this week. Um, I like Emmanuel Sanders. You like him at Cincy for 6,300? I think you can like anybody from Denver in Cincinnati. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, Mike um, Evans is 8,100. And uh, Carol Carolina has given up more wide receivers that have been in the millionaire maker on DraftKings than any other team. And uh, Mike Evans is actually becoming consistent and he does a lot better when Winston's in there. Um, Galladay 6,700 versus the Rams is a really good play. And then uh, our boy Julio $7,700. I know he draws Jimmy Smith's, but he's gotten 20 DK points, 24 or more DK points the last four games. He's scored three out of the last four games. He's just the guy that, like, when they price him under $8,000, I don't care who he's going against. I'm going to play him. I mean, are, are you scared of playing Julio at 7700 Not at all. I, I, he's not a person that, that I'm going to gravitate to uh, with me being a cash game player. Um, he's not a person I'm going to gravitate to, but, I right. mean, you can't. I mean, people look at Julio, and there's this narrative, like, he doesn't catch touchdowns, doesn't catch touchdowns. Well, that damn streak broke a couple weeks ago, and he's caught three now. Yeah, uh, and he's leading the league in rece- He's leading the league in, in receiving yards. Um, I mean, the dude just said he's a freak. So uh, he's 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 matchup. Um, there's no one that can cover him. Um, what about going back, uh, to Ty- going back to Tyreek Hill for real quick? Yeah. The last time he played um, versus Oakland in Oakland, he went for six one twenty five and one, and that was with Alex Smith playing. And that's a quiet game for Tyreek, six for one twenty-five and one. Yeah. And um, last time I checked, Mahomes is a better quarterback than just a little. What about uh, what yeah. about tight ends, man? Um, tight ends, I, we're, we're going to go Eric, Eric Ebron, right? Um, I mean, it's just it's it's beautiful. But hey, quick quick, well, we'll swing back. Um, looking at Thielen, Diggs, Edelman, Sanders, Galladay, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys. Wanted to kind of get that in before. Okay, I on. was uh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't ask if you were done. Uh, I like Corey Davis. I like Adam Humphreys. He's been just doing great, and like he's only thirty three percent owned too in yeah. ESPN. And by the way, last time he played Carolina, he he went for 30, 30 DK points. Oh, um, sweet. That, that's. That's one place um, you target Tampa or you target Carolina. And he's super cheap. Uh, yeah, sorry about yeah. that. So um, Eric Ebron, I think, is uh, I tweeted that out. He's a cheat code. He's 4200 bucks. He's a cheat code. He's a free space. He's chalk. He's, uh, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. The, the news coming out on Doyle on Monday. Um, have, have we had that news on Sunday that Doyle was out for the year? Ebron would be at least over 5K. I mean, easily. Also, he's priced down because he's playing the Jaguars. We've talked about it. I mean, yep. the year that he's had, he scored 12 touchdowns. That dude should be $5,500 or more every week, and he's only 4200 bucks. so that's that's cheap. Any other tight ends you like? Um, tight end, I'm looking at either Najoku or Bray, but I'm, I'm so <laughs> focused in on Ebron. I mean, Jacksonville's allowed six touchdowns to the position since week eight. Um, three of those did come against 
come to Ebron. Um, Ebron averages 10 targets with Doyle out of the lineup. Um, the Colts lead the league um, and tight end red zone targets with 28 so far on the year. Um, and then Ebron has only scored 6.1 DK points or less only twice this year. So, um, I mean, he's... Keep it up, buddy. My, my other two yeah. tight ends are David Njoku and Cameron Brait. So, we each have the, the same three tight ends. That's pretty... Uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, you could stack Andrew Luck with Eric Ebron every week, any week you want. That's a great stack. What about uh, yeah. defenses this week? And this is the thing that we, you know, if we don't hit defenses, we usually don't hit. Um, the, the credit card is that there's not a lot of good home defense matchups this week. No, there's not. Um, which that kind of, but I mean, we are, we're at the point of the year where we know who teams are and we know what they're about. Um, and again, sorry, John, but we're going to keep picking on your Raiders. We're going to play the Chiefs defense um, at 2,500. Um, since week eight, the Chiefs have recorded 17 sacks, four interceptions, and three defensive reco- defensive fumble recoveries. Um, so at 2,500, that's a that's a free square in my opinion. And we've They're been coming after them. We've been targeting teams just going against Oakland because they they uh, their offensive line is bad and they're bad. They're they're bad. Just, they've they've given up. They're bad. Um, other people, other, other people. Other, I can't wait for sorry, him to John. just like start ripping into us about how he hates the Colts. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? Though, John, I'll give you this. Um, you're, you're most likely going to have a top three pick in the draft for the next five years. Yeah, and so when you're good and we're on this podcast, I hope I can't wait till you just rip into us and just be. Eventually, the tides it. will turn. Yes, um, but the good the good part is our Colts will be winning Super Bowls while you're. Speaking of the that. Colts, what about their defense at the Jags this week? Hey, hold on one second. Hold on one second, though. I'm trying to I move things along. So we've a, got I a bunch a, more to I talk know, about. I, know. I made a prediction like <laughs> six weeks ago that the Colts were going to run the table, make the playoffs, and win every game the rest of the year. I'm not wrong yet. Not well, that's wrong yet. Right. That's and I told sure. you you were out of your goddamn mind when you made that prediction too. There, there's only two more games on the schedule that are that are nerve <clears throat> that are nerve wracking. It's Dallas and it's Houston. Yeah, I think we got both of them. I think we can outshoot both. I mean, I remember that, and I don't have that great of a memory sometimes. But I remember saying, "You realize run the table means win everything, right?" And yeah, they haven't lost since you said that. Jesus, well, that's a hell of a hot take. Anyway, can we please move on? Yeah, we're good. good. We, are, we, are, we are good. No more defenses, so, just the Chiefs? Do you like the Colts? Uh, Bear, Bears, Broncos, and Rams. Boom. Um, I'll do the Colts at the Jags for 2600 and uh, the Chiefs at Oakland for 2500 and the Broncos at Cincy for 2700 Please, Alex, I'll do those three. The Colts have also been yeah. an exciting defense to watch the last few weeks. Yeah, Darius Leonard. I can't wait to go home. He was mic'd up last week. I want to go home and listen to him mic'd up on uh, on uh, CBS Sports uh, mic'd. Yeah, I think the Colts are a good play, but I mean, you you look. I think better plays around them are, are surrounded them on DK. Would, would they be in the Chiefs and the Broncos? I'm just thinking a pivot from a low ownership tournament oh, perspective 100%. because a lot of people will be playing the Broncos and the Chiefs and the Colts are right in the middle of them price-wise. I don't think anybody will do it and they're playing yeah. Cody Kessler, no Leonard Fournette, new offensive yeah. game plan. I think they could they'll, eat. There'll be a sub-5% owned defense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking from a tournament perspective for sure. 
so but. well cool man thanks um, for joining us yeah thanks for calling yeah, in and I, uh i miss you guys <laughs> we got to get you back I miss in here you jacks but uh yeah, you've been uh you've been helping us out even in your absence so uh i appreciate it and uh we're gonna get that website going this week uh, i'm gonna have stuff posted by the by friday Okay, so go to polysleepers.com. Go to polysleepers.com and check out our player pool. Also, um, Hilo will be emailing you. We've got Hilo Pterodactyl doing our uh, slate, um, our uh, showdown slates. So, um, uh, Jackson will be. Everyone uh, everyone listening to this podcast um, and even on this new app or new thing we're looking at that Polly's talked about where you can go in, type in some stuff and learn more and find what you want to look for. Hilo kills it. Yeah, the showdown stuff. Yeah, Hilo um, is great if, on the on the you, articles. He's amazing. Um, if he, you want an edge to playing that showdown slate, or even just a two or three game slate, read his stuff. You will profit. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. And story. I was telling people last week, even if you don't play DraftKings, just like he just knows fantasy football. I'm I'm so happy that he's writing for our website now. Um, like I read I read his stuff and I'm like, damn, this dude's smart. I know like, it's like, so well written. Take over, take over for me, please. <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding, but right, right, guys, it was, it was good talking to you. You got, you all be careful and thanks, man. Beers. Yep. Thanks, man. Like, so we're gonna get into the pickups. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are switching over. Why is that doing that? I don't know. It really sucks, though. Sorry. Hold on. We're going to mute that. Just don't listen to your headphones for a second. Like, take them off if you have to. All right, we're good. Okay, so... We are going to go into slide right into those uh, those pickups. I'm sorry, which is that's the no scrubs, right? Yeah. <laughs> is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a habit. Can't get no love from me. Everything died in the house. I'm I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. <laughs> All right. So, what are we doing, John? All right. I'm going to start with quarterbacks, and a lot of the stuff is going to be stuff that you've heard us talk about already throughout the last couple of weeks. People are still out there. Because they're still out there. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, these are still guys that you should be you should be focusing on. Um, Lamar Jackson, um, he is quite a bit more owned, but it's... Um, he's still around 50% owned yep. across leagues, so yep. you got a chance. Started um, him over Andy Dalton when Andy Dalton like got hurt. So oh, that's pretty, fantastic. Pretty about that, that was fantastic. Yep. Um, Jameis Winston Thanks, is still guys. available, not one that I really like, um, but he is not got a high own percentage. Baker Mayfield, 15 to 30% across all fantasy platforms. Um, Only? Mm-hmm. 15 to 30%. It's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah. People are not on the Baker. I thought he was more owned than that, Um, but um, people might have also dropped him because he plays Houston. So, uh, True. Yeah, um, but uh, I I like it. I say roll with it, man. The kid is... uh, The kid's got He's feeling dangerous. Yeah, Yeah. he's got moxie. Um, And then the last one I'm going to talk about is Josh Allen. Um, he's 1.5% owned in ESPN Fantasy Leagues, 5 to 10% across all the other leagues. Um, Polly doesn't like him, I guess. <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> he, he has kind of the same 
same floor that uh, Lamar Jackson has. He runs the ball. Right. He had 99 yards and a touchdown on the ground last week. That's huge. 160 yards and a touchdown through the air last week. So In his first start, he had two rushing touchdowns. I like Josh Allen. He actually, if you go back and watch when I was still doing YouTube videos, he was my number one ranked uh, quarterback in the draft. I really do like him. I just... I don't know if I'm streaming him at Miami this week. They've got fast linebackers, Kiko, Dude, Kiko, Kiko Alonso, fucking beast. He's crazy. I just don't see Josh Allen like his like his upside is definitely his rushing, but um, he got 26 points last week. I don't see him getting any close to that this week. But um, you know, in some deeper leagues, and somebody that's out there, you know, in a 12, 14 team league situations, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not mad at it. I just I would play um, Dak. Um, he's still under 50% owned and, uh, he gets new Orleans at home this week. And then he plays Philadelphia, the Colts and the bucks. I mean, he's got the best freaking schedule for the next four weeks in some of my leagues. I'm just, I'm just locking in Dak and just, and, and just setting it and forgetting it. But, uh, if you like Josh Allen and I don't, there's probably about a 65% chance that I'm wrong. Yeah. So, because <laughs> usually in those situations, I'm not right when I go against you. So, go ahead, man. Um, moving on to running back, um, Gus Edwards, his own ownership percentage jumped from like 0% to like 30% over the last week. Um, so, it's still rising, but there's he's still under 50% owned in some leagues. So, you still got a shot at him. Josh Adams, we mentioned him again last week. Um, mentioning people aren't picking up these guys and even and like there's been all kinds of reports that Josh Adams is going to be featured now mm-hmm. um, as a featured running back in that offense and uh, <laughs> I just don't get it I mean I I picked him up in a couple leagues and I even I was talking to one of my buddies today and I was like man how did you let Adams slip by because it's a league I've been in with seven for 17 years with these St. Elmo guys and they let me pick up uh, Josh Adams and then pick up Gus Edwards both of them I'm like what are you guys doing yeah so sleeping people People are sleeping on these guys, man, for sure. Now this week, they're like I already said, you know, if Gus Edwards may get game scripted out, so I'm not as excited about him. But still, they, these guys need to be owned for sure. Yep. And then um, Austin Eckler, we've already kind of talked about him throughout uh, the podcast tonight. But um, 25 to 50 percent owned across leagues. If you know all those Melvin Gordon owners haven't picked him up yet, then you know you got to snatch him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Theo Riddick, we kind of talked about him already. Um, he's out there, and he's all, a great PPR guy. All of those handcuffs that Paulie's already mentioned, Malcolm Brown, Spencer Ware, Rod Smith, um, Jalen Samuels is your James Conner handcuff. If you're unaware of that, TJ yes. Yeldon, Carlos Hyde are both pickups this week. TJ Yeldon and that. Carlos Hyde. So we were talking about that earlier. I think in a PPR league you should play TJ Yeldon because I think yes. they'll get behind and they'll be throwing. Um, but Carlos Hyde could do some damage and probably get the goal line work. So in a standard yeah. league, I'd probably favor him. Um, Naheem Hines is only 30% owned. And uh, if if Marlon Mack sits, he's a play for sure. Um, and then um, on Johnson is not practicing. Like I said, Andy Holloway is speculating they might shelf him. LeGarrett Blunt went absolutely just bananas on Thanksgiving and scored two times. Um, so um, that Rams game could shoot. There could be plenty of scoring opportunities. LeGarrett Blunt could be a very sneaky play this week if Carry- if Carryon Johnson sits. And then uh, Frank Gore, if, if Kenyon Drake sits, uh, he's 33% owned. You can get him out there. Um, any other running backs? 
Nope, I don't have any more running backs. So wide receiver, uh, I think there's a bunch this week too. What do you like? Um, wide receiver, you already kind of touched on him, Josh Reynolds. Um, he's somebody you can pick up. He's still available in 66% of leagues. Uh, he's prime for every down roll. So um, Yeah, in a high-powered good. offense. I told everybody, you know, they, they're going to be on a bye week, so you can get him now. So go mm-hmm. get him. But he's still out there. People didn't get him. I, I love that pickup. Yes. Yep. Get guys on teams that score a lot get, of points. Yeah, yep. that's my brother. That's Eric Lungard, man. Shout out to my brother. He used to, <laughs> he's, I mean, it's the simplest fantasy advice ever, but, you know, get guys on teams that score. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tyrell Williams is nursing an injury apparently right now, so Mike Williams should be looking to get more playing time. And he's only twenty to forty percent. He was a big. I own Mike Williams beginning of the year because he had a couple of he, he had, had a some couple big of games touchdown with games, some touchdowns, and then I got rid of him. I dropped him like completely dropped. Him. Well, he was totally and droppable, then, and then yes. now he's going to be back here shortly. Oh. He was droppable, and uh, but I uh, DK because he had like what two touchdowns last yeah, week. Yeah, and I played him on DraftKings. I stacked uh, Philip Rivers um, and uh, and Keenan Allen, who had a great game, and Mike Williams. So and, yeah, I like that. I, I like Mike Williams uh, in a standard league slightly more because he will only catch two or three balls. Yeah. But they'll probably both be touchdowns. Phil so. Rivers had the best start for a game ever. Yeah, like 29. 28 or 29. Yeah, 29. 29 completions. Um, who else do you like? Um, I think that this is somebody who hasn't been getting a lot of statistics, like high statistics lately, but he's still getting a lot of targets. John Brown. Um, he only had one catch last week against the Raiders, but uh, he was targeted eight times, so he's still getting, still getting the targets. I mean, he's not, he's going to be more of a stash than a start right now. So um, he's there. Um, Chris Godwin, especially with Deshaun Jackson's injury. Yeah. Um, Chris Godwin is a viable option. Adam Humphreys, once again, Deshaun Jackson's gone down, so there's more more targets to go around. Adam Adam Humphreys isn't only a pickup. He should have been started for the last several weeks. Over the last five weeks, he's the wide receiver 11 in fantasy football. And he's only 33% owned. Like, no one knows about this guy. They're not paying attention, but he's been Well, when I played him four weeks ago, he had like six points. Well, that happens to everybody, but... No, I know. I'm just, I'm saying that that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. That probably, when he became a hot pickup, people, he had a bad week and people dropped him and they haven't come back around, but he's been doing really well. If you pick up one of these guys and they have a bad week, that doesn't mean you drop them the next week. Right. I mean, they've got, if we're talking about these guys, because they, they've got opportunity. Um, I like, and these guys are very low owned. Bruce Ellington, uh, Taylor Gabriel, Antonio Callaway, and Curtis Samuel, especially if Devin Funches sits again. Um, and um, he's like, these guys are like five to seven percent owned, except for Taylor Gabriel. I think he's like 30 percent owned, but Antonio Callaway seems to be getting uh, that rapport with Baker Mayfield. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, that could be a shootout uh, with uh, the Giants. Um, Ellington, like I said, he plays in the slot with Stafford, who likes to target the slot. And Curtis Samuel has three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Did you know that? Three touchdowns, three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Um, what's up with the tight end position? The tightest of ends, the tight position. Well, somebody that we didn't mention that you have been talking about a lot during the podcast is Dante Moncrief too. You talked okay. about him for DraftKings, but he's also only three to five percent owned, so you can pick him up in your standard leagues too. 
No, that's a good point, man. Because sometimes I, I look at these DraftKings plays and I'm like, man, this is a great play. This is a great play. And I don't realize that like, okay, that means I could play him in regular fantasy yeah. too. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good point. And, and it's against his former team, the Colts. And last time he yeah. played us, he smashed. So uh, I like it. All right. Um, tight ends. Once again, Chris Herndon. Um, the guy is just, he's consistent there in New York. So um, I think you can, you know, you can add him to your team and he can stay there for the rest of the year. So yeah, he's, especially if you need tight end. Help. He's putting up, he's putting up Jalen Richard theoretic numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like he's getting that like nine to five. 14 points every week which this year in tight ends if you don't have if you don't have one of the big ones you know that's not bad and uh um jackson likes the herndon guy too um and he's been getting red zone targets and not being able to not you know pulling him down so maybe some positive regression there uh so i like it who else um david njoku um, I think a lot of people dropped him recently, so he's Isn't only he 10 to like, 20% owned. He's 10 to 20% owned? Across all formats. Really? Mm-hmm. God, that seems super low that people don't have David Njoku on their team. Yeah, I I think a couple of weeks ago when he had like a zero-point game, Zeros. a lot dropped him. There you go. It's that, that, that goose egg will get you dropped. Well, yeah, Njoku is... Uh, Especially with the Freddie Kitchens running that offense and and Baker going off, uh, I love it. Uh, who else you got? Then uh, Johnu Smith once again. These are guys that I've mentioned last week. Still available. Johnu Smith, Tennessee's tight end, ten to twenty percent owned across all formats. See, uh, David Njoku is seventy one percent owned on ESPN. On ESPN, yeah. I'm just saying. I didn't think he was like because uh, otherwise I probably would have had him on my list. So um, I'm just saying, I'm kind of squashing. Yeah, I just had to look yeah. it up because I knew that he's out there and owned in a bunch of leagues. But uh, anyway, that's cool. That means that, you know, in ESPN, there's 20% of the leagues you can go pick right. them up. I mean, oh. I don't know. I, I'm He's not somebody I've looked up. Like, I've not. He I, looked great last week, man. He looked great. In the, and uh, I noticed right away in, in uh, Baker's first preseason game, he uh, threw a touchdown to uh, Njoku and targeted him like three or four times on one drive. I could tell that he was going to be a heavily targeted guy. Um, Vance McDonald has a pretty significant injury. So the outlaw, Jesse James, is coming uh, back to light. Might be a good streamer. Um, and uh, Gerald Everett, the Rams guy, he's only 7% owned. Jesse James, only 8% owned. So if you need a tight end stream, you could pick these guys up. These are dart throws, but Everett has scored in the last two games, uh, had two touchdowns in the last game. And Cameron Brait's only, still only 58% owned on ESPN. So, uh, and Jameis Winston loves throwing to that dude and uh, Chris Herndon. So, the coolest thing about our streamers is like they're the same ones from last week, except for Gus Edwards and Josh Adams. Everybody did finally pick up those dudes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that gives, gives me more confidence because they did great last week and they're still out there in a bunch of leagues. And uh, sometimes people get on me and they're like, well, they're owned in my league. Well, okay. I mean, but a streamer that I pick is, is less than 50% owned. And uh, that means that some of you guys can't get them and some of you guys can. So that's why we name multiple ones. And uh, that's why we also name ones that are three to 5% owned, because if you're in that super expert league and all those guys are out there, we're giving you 
you know, the Antonio Callaway and Bruce Ellington, you know, type guys too. So, um, I just wanted to put that out there cause somebody was giving me shit cause they were like, Oh, all your pickups, you know, they're not on my waiver wires. So it's like, no, our top pickups might not be, but you know, there's, there's some out there. There's some out there. Um, defenses. Did you look up defenses? Um, I have a couple of defenses. Cool. Um, Seattle, um, defenses. They have a good great schedule coming up. They play San Francisco twice in the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah. so, so they're doing okay. Yeah. Seattle's got good matchups coming up. Um, I think the Packers could be a good pickup. They're only 1% owned. Same with Seahawks. Yeah, the Packers uh, play the Cardinals, and uh, that's yeah, that's a good matchup. Yeah. And then the Dolphins play the Bills. I I don't know. I like the Josh Allen matchup here. I, I don't like the Dolphins' defense that much. But okay. Right on. Um, they're the percent owned. Broncos are 50% owned, and they're going to be um, playing the uh, Bengals. The, the bunglers the the raiders the niners and cleveland coming up and um and seattle i had on there too so that's a that's a good one um seattle has a great i mean they've got san francisco week th- 13 and week 15 so um <laughs> that's twice you know to kick their ass um love it love it love it love it right on <clears throat> so that is pickups with john and we're going to run through the listener league real fast. Trust me, it'll be quick. All right. Ooh, so, little guns and roses. We had, once again, so this is all obviously defaulted because we're looking at my ESPN. But Juice in the Morning and I'm going to need about Trey Fitty, Dylan Bolden. He was scared there for a moment. No, he wasn't, ladies and gentlemen. It was 169 to 106. He was the top scorer in the league this week. No worries. He trampled over Juice in the Morning. So Dylan Bolden is 11 and 1, and his top scorer was Christian McCaffrey with 46 points. Tom Brady was my top scorer with 24. AJ Green's Toe Ertz, 150 to Jersey Shore's Rejects, 115. I'm pretty sure Jersey Shore Rejects is taking a page out of the Oakland Raiders book Ooh. and are going for the uh, top pick next season. Uh, they are 3-9. and nine. AJ Green's Toe Ertz is 6-6. Six and six. Uh... That's Josh Miller's team. Yep. Josh Miller. He made some great Phillip, trades. Philip Rivers had 26 points and Russell Wilson, 27 for Jersey Shore Rejects. Fist Pumps Bro, t- Brian Titus, 117 to 126 with the hate tank Daniel Barlow. Sorry, Titus. Uh, that might keep him. Uh, He's well, done. He they, might be out, yeah. of the, out of the playoffs there. He's done. And, and man, he made such a great effort. Great run. Put a Lots good of points scored. Um, we should give him some uh, props for that. Props Holy to Titus. Sleepers, the second highest scorer of the week what? 162 to a very very close matchup with trade happy wilson at 153 i had to beat trade happy man i, mean, I you had guys both to had, you guys both had starters that scored in the uh almost 40 points your top scorer amari cooper had that 39 and then he had juju smith yeah, with 38 yeah so it was a, it was a very close i he mean he didn't it was need nine, the win he's points. in the playoffs nine points i needed the win <laughs> and then you had our second tie of the season, Gersquirt 112 and fuck off 
Jeff Fiddler, or Fuck Fantasy Football by Jeff Fiddler, 112 to 112. So Jeff broke his phone because like he's <laughs> lost by two, three points, and now he tied. And, like, and that's the second tie for Gert Squirt. And that's and I play Gert Squirt this week. He said two ties. I play Gert Squirt this week and I need a win, so please don't get your third tie. <laughs> Next year we will be adjusting the scoring so it's decimal points. Yep. Um, but there's too late for that. Thanks for playing, guys. Yep. 112 to 112. And once again, let me look really quick. I just want to see uh, the standings and the well, it's Dylan Bolden. Uh, he's locked in uh, up at the top at like 10 and 2. And Trade Happy is uh, underneath him at like 8 and 4 or 9 and 3. They both have really good records. Um, Josh, I think, is locked into the playoffs as well. Um, well, I can see it on my phone, but I can't look at my phone right now because it's hanging up on that thing. But basically, you've got, uh, yeah. I think those three are in for sure, and then the other three spots are, are up for grabs. Uh, me and Jeff, and... Um, oh, here it is. So, need yeah. about Trey 50 is uh, number one. Trade Happy Wilson is number two. The Hate Tank is number three. Polly Sleeper is number four. Toe Hurts is number five. Fist Pumps Bro is number, number six. I'm seven. And then from there on. So, you can still get in it, right? I would have to win this week and next week to have a chance. Well, next and week's I the would, playoffs for okay, us. Okay, so I'd have to win this week. And other things happen. And probably. other people lose. Um, I just wanted to say this has been a competitive league, and, and uh, shout out to everybody for helping that happen. And, and there's two things that I look at when I you know figure out, you know, is it a competitive league? And, and one is, you know, trades. And they weren't all trade happy, you know, like he was involved in about a third of them. But there were a lot of trades in our league. And then also looking at the waiver wire every week and seeing how much activity there is. These are obviously teams that want to be competitive. Every week they're dropping their, you know, their worst guy and trying to pick up somebody better. Um, so uh, it's been a very competitive league. It's been fun. I'm glad I got my head out of my ass and once some games and I'm in fourth place now because for a while it looked like I was not going to make. You're going to make a run for the championship there, bud. Yeah, that'd be nice, man. It'd be nice to uh, to show you guys what's up, you know, and then everybody would know why they're uh, listening to the show. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a few other things that I had. Um, stat correction. Um, we were talking about the uh, Alvin Kamara retweet uh, last week. Alvin Kamara retweeted my tweet, and I kept saying that 112 people had seen it, uh, and, and you were like, but 1,500 people liked it. How is that possible? I don't think I could wrap my brain around this. 112,000 people saw that That's tweet. what I thought. Um, so, uh, that really... Lots more impressive than 120. Yeah. I, that really helped me uh, gain some followers. I think we gained... Somebody was like, Jesus, you gained 300 followers in like a week. Um, so, I'm up to like 750 or 1,750 followers. Keeps, he just keeps underselling. I know. I can't... Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he's got that... I don't uh, think I can wrap my brain around that cockiness how... cockiness that Juice of the Morning has yeah. with their solid 2003 followers. I don't think... <laughs> I can wrap my brain around how how like big Polly Sleepers is growing. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, and Jax mentioned it uh, briefly, is this new podcast app that we are associated with. So the guys over at Clipcast have uh, created a new software for people who listen to fantasy football podcasts. You go in, there's no navigating, there's no clickbait, there's no tabs or pages. When you go into Clipcast and and there's a dot between the uh, 
the A and then the S T. So it's clipcast.st. Clipcast. Clip C A dot S T. Yeah, clipcast with the dot right before the S T. And you go in there and it just goes right to the search bar and you type in a team or a player name in the search bar and then it populates all these podcasts that have talked about that team or that player that week and then it plays a one minute clip. So his software isolates if someone talks about Nick Chubb. It's basically Google for podcasts. Yeah, but like... like, you can use it specifically for fantasy football by looking up specific players. Yeah, it's amazing that his software though, I mean, they're not listening to all these podcasts and like picking out clips. His software isolates a soundbite based on the the name. So if you go in there and it's it's got last week's in there. So if you go in there and type in Josh Adams or Gus Edwards, you can listen to me and uh, John talking about it. And it's only like a minute and 20 seconds. And then that's it. So if that's all you want to hear, you can go. If you want to just hear about one player, you can go or one team. You can go and listen to a bunch of different podcasts. You could spend 15 minutes getting the information you want instead of paying, you know, hours and hours and hours of time. But then there's also a link to go to the podcast and listen Listen to it. the full thing. So if they listen for a minute, we get credit for the download. But also it's exposing people to our product if they go in there. Hey, the more avenues we're in, the better. That's all I'm worried about. Shout out to these guys. They reached out to me and asked if I'd be a part of it. I was like, man, it's Thanksgiving week. You know, let me let me get back to you. And then they blew up on Reddit. They blew up on Twitter. Everybody was talking about him. So I DM'd him and was like, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> you want to put me on? And he was like, hey, y'all got some more. Of he was like, out. yeah, you want to get on because we just blew up. Um, but no, he's really, really nice. And uh, and I'm just proud to be a part of it because um, the first podcast that comes up, if they've talked about the player, is the fantasy footballer who you guys know i mean i love those guys and the roto grinders and um four by four is on there now and like um paulie sleepers uh juice in the morning is like the fifth or sixth one that shows up yep. so we're on that first page so it's uh it's clip cast um uh, and uh you can go in there and um isolate um just the information that you want and also maybe inter- be introduced to other podcasts that you like just by accident too as well so right. very excited um and then i just had a couple questions following up with the listener league what are the team numbers going to be for next year? Um, how many people are you going to have? Are you going to be dropping any teams? Are you going to be adding people? Good questions. So um, I want to go to 12 teams next year, and I want you, John, to have a team. I think that would be really fun. And um, Jackson wants his own team. Yep. Um, he's not really – I mean, it's tough to co-manage a team. Right. You know, so it, it's mine and his team, but, um, you know, it's it's really tough to co-own a team. So um, if we let Juice do it again, he'll get one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so we're going to go to 12. So the four of us will hey, be. If I, if I would have finished last, I would have been okay with that, like <laughs> kicking me out. But hey, I'm not finishing last. All right. Um, so we'll still have we'll still have eight listeners because we're going to increase two. Uh, so John and and uh, Jax can both have their team, and then and then I thought that we would since there is no defenses or since there is no kickers, I thought we would drop defenses too and uh add a flex and make it like my twitter uh, experts league is where it's just all offense and then um probably do decimal points so there's because there's been like three freaking ties in our league 
Um, and I liked how we did it. We did a podcast during the draft, um, which was really, really cool. It made it a little kind of hectic for me, but um, we did a podcast live during the live draft on ESPN. And then um, the person that wins this year gets an automatic bid into next year. So if one of the listeners wins, then they get to be in next year. So Dylan, if he keeps running the table, I think he's going to win. Dylan's going to get a team next year um, on the league. So that's what we thought that we'd do. Um, And uh, maybe invite, uh, you know, maybe invite somebody. I was thinking about inviting Jim Jacks to do one um, or, or Bronco Becca or one of those guys too. Maybe we could do like a separate drawing and have like uh, Joey Bag of Donuts and Bronco Becca and Jim Jacks and Stompy and all those guys in and pick one of those guys right. and, and then pick like seven listeners. So yeah, yeah. thanks for asking, John. I was thinking about, you know, there's a lot of, lot of avenues and uh, different kind of paths we can take. With switching so it up next year. How exactly do the listeners get their names in the pot? Um, we, we um, emailing, emailing and we, t- we tweeted a bunch about it. We put it on Twitter. Facebook and we had them email juice and, um, and then we drew, um, I did a, like a pre-draft special. So, um, which next year will definitely be two episodes because yeah. that one was super long. Um, AJ, my nephew like tweeted out like Benjamin button getting really old. <laughs> he was like, Oh, I just watched your podcast and God, cause like the guys like getting really old. Yeah. But anyway, that'll be two. But like, that's when we talked about it and we, um, and we drew the names and then the next podcast we did the, we did the, uh, live draft. So, right. uh, um, people emailed and then um, we drew out of the hat. So I think last year we had like 25 or 30 people sign up and we picked eight people. Um, so next year, hopefully we'll get a lot close of disappointed to fans. Hopefully next yeah. year we'll get to close to like 50 or maybe even a hundred people. Right. So, yeah. All right. Is uh, there any um, talk about setting up some DraftKings games for Paulie's listeners? That's something that, AJ, who I was just talking about, my nephew said that we should do. He said we should do a weekly like head to uh, head DraftKings. So um, I'm sure that Jax would be down. There's also Draft. Um, so FanDuel has an app that's Draft where you go in and you just, it's usually like six teams. Um, so it's a lot smaller and you do that weekly. So that's something that we could definitely do. That would definitely be something um, I think interesting for the, for the listeners and us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because you could get more people involved. If you want to finish up, I did have a setup for a uh, what's my rank? Uh, we're hitting about 140. No? So, uh, I, I think we should save that for next week because an hour and 40. Hey, I only have so much storage that I can my, do on this website. My what's my rank <laughs> fans are going to have to wait one more week. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. And this is it. This is Crucial Times. You got to win your games. You got to win your leagues. And then you got to tell us that uh, hopefully our advice helped you do so. I want to thank everybody that joined the Twitter live. That was awesome. You guys gave a lot of uh, feedback. Your uh, LFC for life net joined us that's the guy from across the pond yeah, so that's i'm our, so excited that uh, yes, he joined yes, us very um, nice brett bragdon the pto unlimited podcast that also uh i wish they would have joined this fantasy football league because they uh they they actually talk about fantasy football but they're very into like movies pop culture and that kind of thing for their podcast and kind of nerdy stuff video games and stuff nice. like that um and they've been on the Juice in the Morning podcast. I'm going to have to listen to them because that sounds up my alley. They are, Movies, they video are, games. They are great. Stuff I do from my couch. Yeah, they're great. And they're they're very active on Twitter and all the social medias. Um, just thank thank them for joining because they just they record the exact same time we're recording this. So I always want them to join and watch, but they can't because they're 
busy doing their own show. Gotcha. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week. I think this is going to be an exciting finish to the fantasy football season. Oh, yeah. See you guys. Good luck. Jit, 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 jit,